Good morning, my beautiful English learners. All right, before we begin, I want to talk about Quick and Dirty English. Quick and Dirty English is an upcoming free training week that I'm running from January 22nd for five days only. In that five days, I'm going to be giving you and whoever else registers for the free training week access to three different tutorials and one bonus podcast. And the aim of the Quick and Dirty English free training week is simple. I want you to take learning into your own hands. I want you to learn real English. I want you to have confidence when you're speaking to high-level, fluent or native speakers of English. I want you to be able to walk into a conversation and not be afraid about whether or not you're going to understand everything that people are saying. My goal in the five days is to show you just how easy it can be to learn English. I have created these modules which have all been taken from real, legitimate, 100% unplanned conversations with other English speakers and I have turned these snippets of a real conversation into a direct, relevant English lesson designed to boost your English comprehension, increase your confidence for engaging with high-level, fluent or native speakers of English and, of course, to teach you some aspects of pronunciation, to teach you slang, colloquialisms, phrases, insults, idioms, the works. Essentially, I have created a course, crea- I have created a course that uses only 100% real, authentic, natural, fluent, unplanned, sexy, quick and dirty English. And I would love, love, love to have you there. If you are interested in gaining confidence in English, if you want five days of unbelievable motivation for learning English, go to my website or click the link in the description of this podcast. Quick and Dirty English. So go to my website, littlesealenglish.com. You'll see it right there on the homepage. Sign up, and on January 22nd, I'll email you the link to the first module. Trust me. Give me five days. Five days is all I need, and I'm going to show you just how easy it is to learn English. And I can't wait. Now that that's been done, let's get to it. The aim of this podcast is simple. I'm going to teach you the idiom a devil for. Now, please pay attention because later on this week, I'm going to release another podcast that focuses it, that focuses on more idioms with devil. But this is the very, very first one and the very first lesson of 2024. I'm quite excited. I sincerely hope you enjoy. Here we go. To be a devil for. If you're a devil for something, you really like it, you really want it. And when you have an opportunity, you take it. He is a devil for something. She is a devil for something. The reason I'm talking about it is I am eating some chips right now. Some crisps, as we call them in Ireland. Chips over here. And I am an absolute devil for chips. Like, if they're in the house, I'm probably going to eat them. I do not have the most self-control when it comes to chips because I'm a devil for chips I really really want them now my grandfather he was a devil for sweets 
He was a devil for candy. He absolutely loved eating sweets and in his pocket there was always toffees or some sort of chocolate. He was an absolute devil for sweets, for chocolate, for unhealthy snacks in his pocket. That means he always had unhealthy snacks, always had chit or sweets or candy of some sort in his pocket. So much so that when he eventually got diabetes, my mother said to him, Well done. You worked very hard for it. In true sarcasm, in true sarcastic form. Well done, you worked very hard at it. So he got diabetes mainly because of the amount of sugar that he ate. Because he was an absolute devil for sweets. Now he was also a devil for speeding. By God was he a devil for speeding. He used his speed a lot. He had a lead foot. That's a great idiom as well. A lead foot. Kind of like a heavy foot. And when he was driving, he had a a very, very heavy lead foot. And he would love to speed. So much so that if anybody overtook him, he'd have to pass them out again. No matter who they were. He always saw it as like a personal competition. So he was a devil for speeding. And he was a devil for chocolate or candies in his pocket. I'm an absolute devil for chips. When there's chips in the house, I'm going to eat them, eat them, eat them. So overall, like this idiom, a devil for, it implies that someone has a very strong inclination or tendency toward something, towards like a behavior or an activity. So we do use it a lot for sweets or food. Jane is a devil for sweets. Just follow the wrappers on the ground and you'll find her. Like a trail of crumbs, almost. I'm an absolute devil for croissants. Folks, I love croissants. And I mean, there's one bakery in town, alright? It's a really good bakery. The food is sensational. But it is about $7 now for one croissant. They're like artisan croissants. And I'm an absolute devil for them. I shouldn't eat them as much as I do but like especially on payday I don't mind going down and getting myself one of those ridiculously expensive croissants because I'm an absolute devil for croissants I'm an absolute devil for sprout bread croissants that's the name sprout bread and it is so goddamn good so goddamn fresh and so goddamn crunchy and airy at the same time I love when you walk in to that cafe, the wafting smell of dough and bread and happiness coming out of it. Oh, it's so good. And I'm an absolute devil for their croissants in particular. Can you think of a place in the town that you're living in that sells a food that you have a very strong inclination or tendency toward? That is something that you really want. Are you a devil for it? Someone could be a devil for adventure. You know, they're always seeking thrilling experiences of some sort. A devil for detail could be another one. A person really wants, like, meticulous details, essentially. So if you are a detective, you should have a devil for detail. You should... I am a devil for detail. You should be a devil for detail. If you're a detective or an investigator of some sort. Oh, he's a devil for organization. His desk is always perfectly arranged. 
He can't stand if someone leaves something on his desk in a way that he did not like or approve beforehand. I get that. Personal space is very, very important. Are you a devil for organization or are you a devil for chaos? Which one is you? So a devil for will imply that a person has a strong inclination or tendency towards something. It's not one that we would use too often, obviously. But it is something you can drop into a conversation. When someone is saying something like, Oh, I'm a devil for that myself. I'm a devil for that myself. Someone says they like having, I don't know, drinks on a Friday. I'm a devil for drinks on a Friday. Cocktails. Oh, when I go to a bar and I see cocktails, well, I'm a devil for cocktails. If someone moves to a town and they're asking, you know, where's the best clubs to go out? Frankly, I'm the wrong person to ask that question too. I am certainly not a devil for clubs, but let me tell you about my friend Ali. She is a devil for dancing and she knows the best places to dance and what nights to go dancing in those places. She knows the best place for country music. She knows the best place for whatever is happening in Kelowna. She's the person to talk to because she is a devil for dancing, a devil for clubbing, a devil for night outs and stuff like that. Me, I'm a devil for chilling out in a nice quiet environment, possibly taking drugs like THC or alcohol. That's what I'm a devil for. All right, so... This whole podcast, unplanned, obviously, if you can't tell, <laughs> this whole podcast came about because I was eating chips. And I was, as I was reaching into the bag and grabbing them, I was just thinking, I'm an awful devil for chips. I'm an awful devil, a terrible devil. They're kind of like the quantifiers. And I was saying to myself, God, Ronan, you're an awful devil for chips. You should go make a podcast about that. So I guess a question for you. What are you a devil for, food-wise? Is there like an activity that you love, that you're a devil for? It could be positive or negative. He's a devil for gambling. He's going to waste all his money. Unfortunately, he's a bit of a devil for the drink and he doesn't know when enough is enough. Are you a devil for organization? Does that sound like you? Would someone say that about you? There is a good way to use it. What do you think people think you're a devil for? Well, he's a devil for what? Well, I believe some people would say I'm a devil for swimming and a devil for weed, probably, and coffee. Yeah, I always have my flask of coffee with me at work. Obviously, I don't bring weed to work. So I walk around with a flask of coffee or a thermos of coffee, as it's called over here. So I'm a devil for bringing my own coffee. Anyways, that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed this very short podcast about that one beautiful idiom, a devil Bye for now. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is that. That is all you need to know about the idiom, a devil for. Now, my name is Ronan. I'm a devil for coffee. I'm a devil for weed. I'm a devil for beer. I'm a devil for water. I'm a devil for going to bed early. Yeah, how about that one? Anyways, it is getting close to my bedtime. I'm going to call it a night right now. I hope you are happy. I hope you are healthy. I hope you learned something in this podcast. And I'm very excited for the next 12 months of Little Seal English. And of course, the one thing that you should do now, register for Quick and Dirty English. 
And otherwise, sit back, relax, and get ready for my next podcast coming out on Thursday. Folks, thanks a million for being here. My name is Ronan. This is Little Seal English. Talk to you later.